So before we start the podcast today, we have someone that wants to help us kick us off. And who might that be on the phone? Hey, Miguel and Holly and Sky of the Body. How are you doing? Jacob Tutan! Hello, Jacob! Hey, Holly. Hi! Um, Hey, Holly. How are you doing, sweetheart? How? Hey, Hey, Holly, how are you doing, sweetheart? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. Jacob, how about you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome now that I get to talk to you because talking to you and Miguel and Sky about you, hearing your voice, Holly, makes my day complete, you know? Oh, that's so sweet, Jacob. And and when I don't hear your voice on the phone, Holly, my day is not complete without it, you know? Oh, well, you know what? I, you know, Jacob, I appreciate that, but I'm sure that your day is probably okay if you don't hear me on the phone, but I'm glad that I can make it better sometimes. Wait, what do you feel about my voice, Jacob? <laughs> huh? Why didn't you say that to me? Huh? Little, 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 well, Miguel, guess what, Miguel, the last time I was on the podcast was May 19th. Can you believe that? Ooh, see, you are a special guest star. Mm. Well, can you help us kick off the podcast today, Jacob? The the podcast everybody's listening to right now is the Holly Podcast featuring Miguel Fuller. Oh, I'm I'm I see. Damn. I see. Looks like it's going to be July 19th before we talk to you again, Jacob. No, Jacob Miguel, just... Come on, Miguel. Come mm-hmm. on, Miguel. I'll talk to you guys next week. Come on. Yeah, you know he will. That's right. All right, let's do this thing. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel. Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. You're a dumbass. Have a wonderful day, okay? Bye-bye now. Holly. I finally got boobs and a butt back. And Scotty the body. Am I not as cool and good-looking as I think I am? The Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. No, my tongue feels too big today. Only from Hot 101.5. Give me Kit Kat or give me death. Tampa Bay's new hit music. So I just read something, a message from a friend on Instagram. That's it. There's something with the stars. And let me find the full message because I just lost it. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you freaking kidding me? Oh, where is it? About all the things, like the crazy 2020 that we've been having so far. Yeah. Um, Here we go. It said, just read a thing. There's something about the eclipses in 2020 that are adding to the chaos for the next Two and a half years. What do you mean? What what about the eclipses? I don't know. That's all they said. Oh. That was sent last night. So I haven't I just said what? Question mark, question <laughs> mark. So I haven't been able to do any research. That's all I got. Girl, you know that's all my alley. What the is going on for the next two years? Well, I know we're in I think we're in Mercury retrograde right now. Forever? No. But there's <laughs> other kinds of retrograde. There was like Venus retrograde going on, which I didn't even know you could have all the other planets in retrograde. I'm still very new at this whole thing. Well, can you get your uh, astrology glasses out and yes. figure out what's going on? Yes. Um, because Which retrograde are we in? Now, I feel Scott- like those. I, oh, yes, I'm gonna go ahead and just flat out say it. I don't believe those things. Why? I, because, like, how the hell is it? What Mercury's gonna come and ruin my day? No. What I think is, if someone's like, "Oh man, bad stuff's gonna happen," it's a self fulfilling prophecy. You're gonna just find yourself focusing on the bad and that's going to be your way of blaming it be like oh well the stars are angry 
No, you're just focusing on that more. You could always just say, like, the sun's super happy today, and you're going to focus more on the happy stuff. I just, I think that stuff's a little, uh, a little... What? Suspect. You a think little it's suspect. Boot. No, 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 Holly, don't put words in his mouth. I want to hear what, what, you think it's a little what? In my head, I think it's a little BS that, like, again, like, how is the moon or the mercury going to ruin my life? So I just want you to think about this. And I am not one. I'm not an astrologist. I'm not a person that's like big. I don't think that it dictates your day. Like I'm not one who reads daily horoscopes to see how your day is going to be. I do think that it does have something to do with the characteristics of, you know, who you are. Mm -hmm. So to me, the reason why I think that's BS what you said, I think it's very, um, I don't want to say not selfish, but... um, like when you think the, the 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 world is centered around you, what's the word I'm thinking of? Self centered. Self centered. <laughs> there's another word. Or when you think the world is centered around you. Yes, p- pick any of those words. To me, that's what it feels like. That you think that like we're so powerful that there can't be a more powerful force above us that can have an influence on our lives and emotions. Because that's a there's a big universe, and that there's is. still things about our earth we don't understand. There's still things about our body that we don't understand. We still don't know what the hell our appendix is for, but it's there, and we know that when it goes bad, we got to take it out, but we don't know what why like why it's there. So to me, I can full-heartedly believe that the entire universe, that when things are shifted a certain way, that it can definitely have an influence on things in our life. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I just, I, I think that if you find yourself wanting to look toward and find those things, you will find him. Absolutely. I'm not saying that if we are in Mer- Mercury retrograde and, you know, things are bad or if whatever that my friend sent and said is true, that, all right, well, let's hunker down. It's going to be a bad two and a half years. You keep trying to have a positive outlook and, you know, try to find the positive in things. But I also don't think that you should just be blind and close your eyes to what could be a real possibility. No, but I also try to look at things that, even in this example, like distance-wise, I try to take control of the things that are at least a little closer. Like, let's say a day is going bad, and I'm like, man, I could be like, man, Mercury, who done it? And I'll be like, man, my whole day is going to be off. Or I'm like, wait a second. I'm actually just a little hungry, and I have a little Snickers bar, and I feel a little better. Like, I can control that. I can touch that. I can feel that. But it's like if I just blamed it on the mercury, then I'm like, well, it done did it. I'm not I'm not as good as I can be today because the planets are all out of whack. I just like ah, it's an easy way to just fall into a hole of, well, damn. I don't know. It's just it's a lot of uh, interesting stuff. That's why hey, I you know what? It's your life. Live it. Do it. But that's my beliefs of like, that's a lot. Holly. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not part of this conversation right now. I'm really upset. Why are you upset? I can't stop thinking about Danielle's burrito. Holly, she's not upset. I'm so upset. No, no. Let hold on. Let me get you some tissue. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Wow, that took a turn. Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I just have to cry it out really quick. That's fine. Cry it out, girl. So let me explain what just happened while you cried out. So uh, what just happened? I really like this conversation. I want to be part of it, but I can't focus on it. I, so hold on. Okay. 
So, um, right before we started the podcast, our engineer pops in and he goes, hey, um, did you clean out the refrigerator, Holly? And, or anybody in the room? And Holly said, yes, things were smelling really bad because half of our staff has been out since March because everybody like left one day and they were told you can't come back because of COVID-19. Correct. And so our refrigerator in that area has been smelling really bad. Mm-hmm. And so Holly got uh, a, a bone in her body and said, I can't take the smell. I'm going to clean it up. Well, apparently as Holly was throwing out all this old food, uh, there was a burrito that was in there that our coworker, Danielle from Magic 94.9, um, had in there. And she, it was her breakfast, and apparently she does it every day. Same where it's spot. Same spot. Breakfast. It was her breakfast, and so then she like went on and talked about it on her social media. And was like, "Who stole my my breakfast? Because this has happened. It's happened to me before. Someone stole my chicken one time from Caravas, and I've gone on a rant. It's upsetting when that happens." And then we called her, which. Behind the scenes, because this is after the show is over with, we called her and we're going to play it on the air tomorrow where you apologized to her and she said it was okay and it was supposed to be funny. Ha ha. And then we moved on. And like she literally told you, Holly, it's okay. I know, but But why are you so upset? Because I just, I I don't like for people to feel bad because of something I did. I'm sorry. (sighs) I'm just really embarrassed and I feel so bad. Okay, I'm fine. No, let it out. Are you sure this isn't something else? No, I literally am just really feel bad. Like, they, like, obviously they pulled the tape, like, from the kitchen because they knew it was me. And mm-hmm. so she was, like, super upset. And then they were like, what the fuck is Holly cleaning up the fridge for? Like, that's not her job. Why would she do that? I'm really embarrassed. Okay, hold on. Now, let's talk through this real quick. So if they did pull the tape, you were doing a service that had not been done in months. Uh, secondly, this feels so bad. But you realize though that she's not mad at you. Like she was mad that it happened, and like literally, she just texted me and she was like, "Hold on." Danielle said, uh, "Oh my God, the segment we just recorded was amazing. I was literally going through my mind and thinking of people who I would not have been mad at if if they were the ones who took it. You, Holly Scott, and Fisher made the cut, and maybe Ann <laughs> Kelly, since she's been scocking us with Starbucks. <laughs> so she literally is like not mad, and like she had that thought. <sighs> like, I mean, you, I, it, it would be one I'm thing so, if I, you ate it." No, I know, I know. But then I, like, just threw it out. Like, how rude is that? Well, like, you didn't know. That was a mistake. <laughs> I I guess what I'm confused with the emotions, that, like, it, if you did it on purpose and you got caught, if you were like, fuck Danielle, I'm going to throw her <laughs> burrito away. And I then know. they caught you and then you were like, shit, I got caught. I, know. I, well, I feel like that. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I did, like, something so bad and I was, and they, like, I don't know. I just feel really guilty. <laughs> I don't. I feel like there's something because I mean, like she said, it's okay. You like your intention was good. Um, what you like, everything else you threw away was needed to be thrown yeah, away. That was yes. a nice thing to do because it, literally, it really, I opened. It smelled so bad. It did. I opened up the refrigerator today to get my little Jimmy Dean thing, and I was like, "Good God!" Like, it just, what? The it f- just was like it was just whole like this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I could probably. I can't figure it out right now. If I mm-hmm. go home and think about it, maybe I'll be able to figure it out later and come back tomorrow with an answer. I just feel so bad. Um, and I feel better now that I cried. Mm-hmm. So I told you I just need to cry it out. I'm better. Okay. Are you sure? 
Yeah, I need to blow my nose though, so maybe we just fine. cut that out of the podcast. That, no, I'm gonna just turn your microphone off and let you. Oh, there you go. Come on, it's fine. Like it's the fine. There we blow. go. Oh, sounds like a buzzer going off. There we go. There we go. Yes, honey. Give it. Yeah. There we go. Come on now. Get it out. I wish I could like pat your back as you do that. And be like, yes, girl. Okay. You're good. Okay, there we okay, go. Okay, I feel better now that I cried. Right. Oh, that must be so nice. <sighs> um, so just marinate. We're gonna come back to this. Okay. Um, I have I have a guest lined up for the podcast. All right, wait, no, I want to talk about the um. I did. Want, God, I'm sweating. We do. We're gonna have to get back to it because we have to talk to them at eleven ten. Oh, oh, okay. Well, um, remind me to get back to that. I literally, I heard you. But I couldn't even like. I already know I'm about to get attacked with it. No, so you're like, not. No, I. It's not at all. I understand. I get it. I totally get where you're coming from. I'm mm-hmm. just. It took. Yeah. No. I have. I have thoughts. They're not bad or attackful. Wow. This. That's I, a new Miguel's word. In. Miguel likes to attack you because he just hates you. No, I don't. I <laughs> just don't. like. He I just, just despises you. No, I like so arguing sweaty. with you. That's all. Okay. Scott's fun to argue with. That's well, I'll why. Fight back. Come on, <laughs> fight me, girl. Um, so real quick, I wanted to try to as much as possible with everything happening with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and how the whole premise of the Blackout Tuesday that we did uh, was to amplify black voices. And I thought or I saw someone on Instagram here from Tampa that went viral. Oh, really? Last okay. week with their content. And I thought she has such a cool story that I wanted to chat with her on the podcast. And I want to try to, when I come across these stories of amplifying black stories, uh, try to get them on the podcast so we can do that. Okay. And this will be the start of that. Hello? Hi, it's Miguel, Holly, and Scott. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Wonderful. Now, we haven't chatted before, just on Instagram, so I want to make sure I uh, pronounce your name correctly. Is it Ayana? You actually got it right on the first try, which is very rare. Now, I the, <laughs> so reason, the reason why I know that, I have a cousin. Her name is Ayana. And, uh, no yeah, and, like, growing oh. up, living with my grandmother and she would buy presents for everyone and I would have to write the names of everybody and I would always spell Ayana's name wrong and she'd be like, how do you not know how to spell my name? Well, and so that is so funny. When I saw your Instagram, I was like, oh, so that's how you spell my cousin's name. <laughs> <laughs> it all happened for a reason. I love it. Well, um, Ayana, so you are a blogger and an influencer here in Tampa and I came across your uh, your story last week when I was just searching through all of and with everything that's going on here in the world. Yeah. And I really wanted to talk about your experience in being an influencer and a blogger, how you went viral and what post made you go viral, because you went from like 13,000 followers to like 47. Yeah, um, it's been you know, I was telling someone yesterday, I was like, I feel like I've lived, like, several years over the past week, both because of just, like, what's been happening in the world, but then also it, yeah, like, I, you know, I had a post just kind of go all over the world, like, completely not expected. Um, you know, I definitely have never gotten that kind of reaction from anything that I've shared. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, it has been 
a really a good week, but like a really kind of just like a whirlwind of a week. I can I can sure. I can imagine. Uh, real quick, do you have us on speakerphone or Bluetooth? I don't. Are you having trouble hearing me? Oh, Better now. Whatever you just did, that's perfect. Okay, I like adjusted the phone just to make sure I was holding it. Yeah, the, in my I, ear. Like, okay, like I always say, our phones can launch rockets, but you can't hear people on them. It's so crazy. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I'll make sure I hold it um, up to my ear. Oh, that's perfect. So, Ayana, walk us through sort of the post that you made. Or first, let's get the, some background. You're a blogger and an yeah. influencer. What has your content been up until this point? Yeah, so I started um, I started a blog in 2017. Um and at that point, I kind of was just sharing, like, fashion content and just, like, a little bit of everything. Um, and then kind of over, I guess, I can't say the years because it's only been <laughs> two and a half years. But, um, you know, my husband and I both grew up in Tampa. Like, we love Tampa. Um, so I kind of just started getting plugged in with the Tampa influencer community um, So doing things like going to, like, restaurant openings and local events. Um, so yeah, I mean, up until last week, my content, I mean, I definitely like have shared serious things on my platform. Like I don't shy away from that, but Mm -hmm. my content has mainly just been like everyday life. Like here's what's happening. And then like some, um, Tampa, you know, restaurant reviews, events, all of that. Um, so but like, yeah, like I almost mean, like pop culture stuff or just local, like, you know, local yeah, I stuff. Mean, like definitely. Yeah. More like local. And then, you know, I sprinkle in like just pictures of like me and my husband or just fun, creative pictures of me. Um, but, you know, it wasn't um, it wasn't really like, I don't know. I, I just I just kind of felt like, OK, I have an Instagram. I have like a modest following. This is this is really cool. Um, with no idea, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess my life was about to change. Wow. So, and so, yeah. So what was that post that you made last week that shot you from 13,000 followers to 47? <laughs> yeah. So I, um, you know, after what happened to George Floyd, I'd kind of been just sharing on Instagram stories um, about the importance of people, especially non-black people, speaking up and speaking out. And I got a couple of messages from people who were like genuinely curious and they were like, okay, but how do you know that, um, that I'm not, you know, doing the work? Like just because I don't post it on Instagram doesn't mean it's not happening. Mm. Um, and you know, I thought that that was a really good point and I totally got it because like, I'm not someone who, if I go volunteer, if I donate to a charity, is then like, hey, everyone, look at this awesome thing that I did. So, you know, I totally got it. I was like, this is a really valid question. Um, And I started to think it through. Um, So then I just shared a video, like, on my Instagram stories. And I was like, hey, like, if you aren't black and you're supporting Black Lives Matter and everything that's happening right now, um, here's why I think that you should speak up. You should share about it on social media. And um, so that was just on Instagram stories. It was going to expire in 24 hours. I, like, did it before I started working and moved on with my day um, until someone asked me, hey, would you mind making this, like, an actual post so that I can share it um, with people and it won't expire? And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, So I did that. And then 
what felt like out of nowhere, like it started gaining a lot of traction mm. very quickly. So <laughs> my notifications started to blow up. I started to notice that I was gaining followers. Um, yeah, but it was it was totally like not um, not. Uh oh, did we lose you? Ayana, you there? Hello. Uh oh. With the phones nowadays. Hello. Oh, there we go. Yeah, she's back. Yay! Okay, we great. got you. <laughs> it might be. Let me just stay in the same area of my house because it might just be like a dead zone. But um, no, I was just saying like it's it's not anything that I could have planned or expected. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess is how these things usually work. Right. <laughs> it was very. I mean, because I, you know, as I said, I kind of just share what I'm thinking on stories, just like everyone does. Mm-hmm. Um. So for that to then become a video that's been viewed almost a million times has been very surprising to me, for sure. That is so awesome. So what has it been like in sort of switching up your content? Because I'm just sort of like browsing through, uh, you know, your, your Instagram now, and it just looks like a lot of influencers here in Tampa Bay, but it feels like now you sort of honed your voice and you found you know, what your mission statement is. Yeah, for sure. What has that no, been I mean, like that, in finding that voice? That That's such a great question. I mean, so the funny thing is, um, you know, I was talking to a friend and I realized like even on my blog, like I've been writing, um, like I did an article, um, I think in 2017 about racism and like how to do better. Like, so this is something I've been talking about, but you know, I've always been met with, like, a normal amount of reception. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Why is it FaceTiming you? I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hopefully my phone will cooperate right now. It's, it's freaking out. Um, That's okay. But, you know, yeah, I've always been met with, like, you know, just, like, when you're sharing anything. You know, mm-hmm. a few comments saying, oh, I liked reading this. You know, some likes, like, not anything, not anything that makes you think, wow, people really value my voice. Right. <laughs> um, so I think that for me, like, I um, I don't want, like, I, I've been kind of honest with about this, you know, just as I've been processing it, like, I don't, I admire people who are, like, activists around the clock, but I do enjoy sharing, like, lighthearted things, and I do enjoy sharing, like, hey, like, I'm out with my husband. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I don't feel like my whole, um, like, my whole brand has, like, shifted completely. But what I have realized is that we're in this, like, really important cultural moment where people are wanting to see the world become a better place, and they're listening, and they are eager to do better. So I think that what really has kind of impacted me is that, like, I've realized, like, hey, if I have something to share, about racism or social injustice like this is the time to do it because people are listening and they are learning and they really want to figure out like how we can fix this problem um so you know i definitely think that i i just feel kind of emboldened instead of being and that was the other thing you know especially before all of this happened and like we kind of had this movement just really pick up steam Mm -hmm. as an influencer especially one who works with brands like you do always feel this kind of insecurity of like, um, uh, well, let me put it this way. You know, as I'm like 
working with brands, a lot of times in the contracts, they will say, like, do you post about politics or religion um, or, you know, like drug use or basically like anything controversial. Um, and so for me, I've kind of always kept that in the back of my mind. Right. Um, but this doesn't feel political. You know, I'm not telling people who to vote for. Right. It's just a matter of like, I want my kids to live in a world where they're viewed equally. Mm. Um, so I have definitely felt like, okay, like I can do this. It's if, you know, if companies don't want to work with me or sponsor me because of what I'm sharing, they probably aren't brands that I should be recommending anyway. Right. That is so very <laughs> um, you know, true. So I, yeah. So, you know, so I definitely just kind of feel like, okay, like this isn't going to scare people off. It's not controversial. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about about offending anyone. Like people are really listening right now. So that's been that's been really powerful. That's awesome. So so great. Yes. Now I'm curious because you um, are a black woman. I'm a black guy, and from what I can tell from your Instagram, that you're in an interracial relationship uh, with your husband. So am I. Mm-hmm. Um, before this moment that we're in right now. Had you all faced any adversity being an interracial couple yeah. here in Tampa? Well, that is, um, that's actually a really good question. So funnily enough, on our, um, you know, as we were, I met my husband in high school. Um, so we started dating very young. And I think, you know, we noticed people kind of giving us weird looks. I mean, I, if you're in the same situation, I'm sure you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or doing a double take, kind yeah. of assuming um, my favorite is always if you're at a restaurant, um, like we'll go out with like couple friends and like everyone will be on the same check except for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the waiter or waitress assumes that. Clearly uh, you're friends like and you're not together. The, right. Like there's no way that this is a couple. Mm. Um but, you know, I mean, I think that overall we've been really lucky. I mean, there have been some times, like, for example, <laughs> the day after we got married, um, a stranger found both of our Facebooks and messaged us to say race traitor. Um, so that was what? Oh, what are, was we li- are we living in the Handmaid's Tale right what? now? Like, I mean, yeah. And that was 2016. So it's not like we got married in the 1950s. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, so I mean. But I think that for the most part, I mean, we have had conversations about it. And, you know, my husband is, like, very, very, very progressive and very much, like, he, I I joke that he's, like, even, he is, like, the activist if there was going to be one. Mm. He's ready to fight any racist person on Facebook that he sees. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, and the funny thing is I'm actually seven months pregnant, you know, with our first child. Um, So we've also had a lot of you yeah we've had a lot of conversations about like raising you know a mixed baby in the in america and like what that looks like um so yeah i mean i think that overall as far as inside of our relationship i mean i've known him my whole life it's never been about like me being with a white guy it's just that we fell in love in high school Mm. um but yeah i mean we definitely have had some moments where like little things that happen that make you think like, um, like I remember once, I mean, this is just kind of a funny story. We went to a restaurant and it was like my whole family. So a group of black people and then Wagner, my husband. And so they asked me, Hey, how many are in your party? And I was like, Oh, we have nine. 
And then she pivots to Wagner and says, how many are in your party? Uh, (laughs) And I was like, he's one of the people eating with us. Like, hello. Yikes. But those are just things that, you know, people, if people aren't being malicious, they don't, it's just their own, you know, kind of prejudice that they're not aware of. So it's kind of like, you know, what can you do? Right. It is. And I, I think it's just a cultural shift that, you know, people that we all have to have. I mean, I consider myself a feminist and I noticed a few weeks ago when we were talking to a listener and she said, I work at a hospital and I was like, oh, are you a nurse? And then like legitimately in the same breath as I said that, I said, I'm sorry. That was the most offensive thing I could have ever. I'm so sorry. Yeah. What do you do? Are you a doctor? Are you the CEO? Like, why the hell would I assume (laughs) that she was just a nurse? But it's just one of those things that you're conditioned to think. And unfortunately, our culture has been set up that way when it comes to minorities, women, all these things that it's like, I mean, even on the radio, we've stopped asking listeners. And sometimes it comes out when you don't mean it to. Um, you know, like, oh, so is your, are you married to, or what's your husband's name? And she's like, oh, right. well, no, I'm a lesbian. And it's like, oh my God, yes. I need to stop asking that. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you, it's, and again, like you said, it's not malicious. It's those are, if we want to go to a, a term that I learned really well over the past couple of weeks, it's the implicit bias. Yeah. Mm. That's exactly right. what that mm-hmm. is. That's mm-hmm. that's your society conditioning to, and I mean, we're talking movies and how you see your family interact with people and what you see on TV. Like, those are those things right. that you're just born thinking. Like, right. for, if we want to take it even to, let's just say, the LGBTQ community, just even like you said, oh, your husband, well, it, it doesn't, it's not he or she necessarily. So mm-hmm. these are all things that we're all going to slip up on. Right. And we just have to give each other a little bit of grace like you, Miguel, who caught yourself. Or if we gently say, oh, no, well, this is a thing. And that way it doesn't turn it into, I, I think it's, we just have to have some understanding. Right. Because I know I make mistakes right. mm-hmm. and people make mistakes about me. And it's just, it can be awkward. Yeah. But that's the best way to learn Mm -hmm. is when you make one of those unintended mistakes and then you're like, but the worst thing is if you then get piled on about it and then you're like, well, I'm just not going to say anything yet. Right. It's like, yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. And I definitely think that like, because we've all been in those situations and you're kind of like, okay, like I'm never going to make that mistake again. Like even for me, I remember an interaction that like still makes me cringe is, um, when I was um, talking to someone about their, can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, when I was talking to someone like about a religion in Haiti, and I just kind of like very plainly said, without meaning to, like, oh, so like, is it kind of like like more like normal religions? And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know that I automatically. Um, well, you, yeah, you you hear Insert it. I automatically mouth. thought like Christianity in my mind, normal religion, mm-hmm. and I apologized because I was like, "This is so offensive of me." Right. But that was years ago, and it stuck with me, and I will never do that again. Yeah, <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> so, we are in a yeah. learning phase in our country right now, which is great. Yeah, it is, but it's going to yeah. be painful as we can t- as we can see right now to get to that place where we don't you know, say those things and think those things. It just takes some time. But now that we know it, it's we've shined a light on it. Yeah. And now we can move forward from it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah, sharing your story with us, Ayana. We oh are gosh, 
so excited to see one of our Tampa influencers blowing up all around the world. Very kind of you. Yeah, no, I mean, again, it's been a roll in, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm just taking it day by day. Go ahead and uh, tell us uh, your Instagram and your blog and whatever else people can uh, take in your content. For sure. Okay, so warning, this is like, there's so many letters in my handle that I I always tell people, like, hopefully, once you start typing, it (laughs) auto-populates. But it's my first, middle, and last name, which is Ayana Gabrielle Lage. So it's A-Y-A-N-A-G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E-L-A-G-E. Again, I know it's a lot. But um, my website is linked on Instagram, but it's just my first and last name, AyanaLage.com. I will tell you Um, right now that I just typed in your first name and you were the first one that popped up. Yeah, it pops up right away. That that brings me a lot of, a lot of like peace that people are not having to spell out my entire name. Yep. It's a lot. You're good. Okay, great. That's what happens when you go from 13,000 to 47,000 followers. Uh, Instagram is like, ooh, let's boost her content up. Mm -hmm. Isn't that hilarious? I love it. Well, thank you so much for spending the time with us. We appreciate it. Oh, my gosh, of course. And good luck. Thank you guys so much for reaching out. Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much. Um, So when, do you know when... um, You'll be sharing. Um, yeah, this drops like today. Oh wow, you guys work fast. <laughs> oh yeah, wheelie wheelie. Listen, we are broadcast mediocre people. <laughs> mediocre so, broadcast professionals. Yeah, so we record. It's all, all everything is here, and then as soon as we're done, we just put it online for all the world to hey, see. I love that. Yeah. I love that. All yeah. right. Well, I will definitely like drop a link. Um, once I see that it's up, thank you guys so much for, for reaching out. This was so much fun. Absolutely. You too. We will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to talk to her, um, off the air. Cause like, I feel sometimes like, uh, like my grandmother, when it comes to trying to figure out this whole influencer thing, mm. because like when you look at her Instagram, Ayana's Instagram, yeah, it's so pretty. Like when you look at her feed, she has like that same uh, branding like the, and style, and you can tell that like the color there's like a legit thought out color scheme. And I'm just like, <sighs> I know. I'm like, how Why do you do that? Like, we have been in the radio business for years. Almost like 15, more than 15 years, Miguel. Mm. How do we not know how to market ourselves? I mean, we do, but not, I mean, this is all new. I mean, this is like the past couple years when we were coming up back in the early to, or mid 2000s. When we went to morning show boot camp, <laughs> our sessions were like, what's Facebook? <laughs> I remember, legit, like I, I coming up in the MySpace era of, of the, of the social media stuff. We went, I went to my program director and I was like, I made the station a MySpace page <laughs> and I got, um, uh, in trouble for it basically. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how dare you bring that millennial crap into an actual business? Get the bleep out of here. Wow. And I was like, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, well, that's one of the problems I feel like with our industry is we don't put money into those new things like that. Like as a, as a, uh, an industry that should always be on the cutting edge, like we should have had social media influencer training five years ago. Yes. But 
They're like, I'll oh, just figure it out. Y'all are young. You just, you've been on Facebook That's and Instagram. You cracks me up about radio, like people, is that they just pile everything on the personalities. Yes. Like, really, the only thing we've had training to do is run this station, like run the board. And not even I'm not saying probably, by training, you mean? No, I'll be training. I mean, you push the wrong button and shut the radio station down and then you get yelled at and then you realize don't push that button again. Yes. Um. So that and like how to usually keep your thoughts concise. Yeah. And that's it. Then they're like, oh, you're going to be in charge of blogs. Oh, you're going to be in charge of the digital department. Oh, you're going to be in charge of like going out and like actually speaking to people and representing the brand. But don't fuck it up. Right. Okay. We we really had to pivot. I mean, you just 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 know if you're listening, the stuff that we put out, like I'm surprised. Like it's all just on the fly learning. Yes. Like even and this is so behind the scenes, but like on our Insta stories with the um, uh, when we're promoting the podcast and like it'll sometimes have like the audio, like a clip from the podcast mm. like that stuff. I've had to just learn. I was like. Especially since Ryan left and uh, yeah. he was like the uh, video camera photographer. And then he would like just do all that himself on his computer and like some crazy program. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I got to figure this out. And I found a program and I somehow patch it together sometimes when I do it. Like literally, I don't post about the podcast unless you do it first. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say that I'm motivated and uh, driven enough to figure that out myself as well. Yeah. I just don't yeah. have the time. That's fine. I mean, I don't mind. I just sometimes when I look at someone like uh, Ayana's um, Instagram page and I'm just yeah, like. I'm just, I'm a little jealous. And then I'm like, I look at mine and I'm like, oh, here's the like grainy, non-pixel or super pixelated meme that I found that's been screenshotted five million times. And I'm like, look at how funny this is. That thing looks so stupid. I'm looking at my own right now and I'm like, what the <laughs> hell even is this? God, this is dumb. I'm going to put some content together. Okay. Yeah. What's your excuse, Scott? You're 23. I love my Instagram. I don't think it has to have an aesthetic to it. I think it's, you know, whatever your vibe is. And if you looked at my Instagram, you'd be able to tell my kind of vibe. You know, I don't want to have an aesthetic that it's like, oh, I have nice colors. Like, that's not what I'm going for. I want to have you come to my page and be like, wow, he's funny. He speaks his mind. Right. He's in a relationship. He has these friends. This He's about, about his family. He loves dogs. Like, you could tell all that. I, I don't take the time to do the other aesthetic part of it. Yeah. No, I think there's two good. different styles. Except, like, I see so You know what I get from you? I just looked at yours for, like, and you're... Because how often do you go to someone's page right on Insta, unless you're following them and i already followed you like a long time ago so i'm looking at yours and the one thing I, that i'm pulling from you is that you're generally a happy guy exactly like your smile and face cocked to the side is the same in a lot of pictures and i'm like he looks like somebody that i want to be friends with exactly no way i want to look at miguel's and see what vibe oh. I get. oh here we go right now mine's very dark there's a lot of a lot of serious stuff on mine right yeah, now. Yeah, it looks dark. Yeah, I haven't been in a like fun. Mood. There's a lot of food. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I'm just what I've noticed. I'm just not a good photographer, and I I want to take a class on just how to get better at it. I just, I, I don't take really great pictures. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know what I get, I get from. Yeah, here. you don't. I mean, to me, my this is which is why I would never consider myself an influencer because. You I mean, are an influencer. It's just a different type of influencer. Yeah, I would well, agree with that. I mean, if you listen to the show and you know who I am, um, but I don't do a great job of, like, mm -hmm. posting stuff 
like an influencer would of like Abe and I like enjoying a bottle of wine on a Friday night. Like I, he would be like, get this camera out of my face if I tried to do that. Like that's just not me. Um, so. Well, yeah, well then it would be dumb for you. Like it would be more on your brand to be like drinking the glass of wine while saying something ridiculous. Mm. Like that would be your way of being an influencer. It wouldn't be right. like, ooh, here's this pretty pick. Because people aren't going to you, and no. we've had these conversations for that. They're no. going to you for either something very inspirational or hilarious. Or to learn mm. something. Like, I would never, and see, I think that's the problem, is that you, and this has been your MO for a long time now, you always think that things have to look a certain way to be a certain way. Mm. And so you think mm. that, you know, you have to have the right filter. Because mm. remember when you were, like, on this kick about becoming an influencer? Oh, I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> I was like, we're Abe and I are gonna make some money on the side. We're gonna be that new hot gay couple on Instagram, yeah, okay. and we are gonna get some money. And then we tried to take pictures a couple of times, and that's just not who just, you yeah, exactly. are, and no. that's why it didn't work. So no. it's like you think that you have to like ha- do things a certain way, when in reality you've always done things a different way, and it's worked out way better. Mm. Oh. Okay, Holly. Okay, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. That's my new tagline, girl. Yep. I like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna try. Um, I, I had one more thing to say about influencers. Oh my gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, when I went to Savannah and I taught my radio class at the Savannah College of Art and Design, and one of the kids asked me something about being an influencer because, I mean, literally when I was, <clears throat> it was this um workshop that I teach at once a year where it's all the kids that are in sort of like uh, college media. And so they are film people. Mm -hmm. They are uh, TV writers, magazine people. And then they've got like the six radio kids that are there. Mm. And so I sit through a lot of the other workshops that the kids are going through. But what was really interesting this year is the first day of the workshops, they have all of the speakers that they bring in. And you have someone who worked at, like, a magazine, someone who worked for Condé Nast, who takes, like, videos for, like, Vogue and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a cartoonist from The New Yorker. Um, really great people. And they're all we're all, like, around the same age. Well, we asked at one point, what are some of the jobs that you want to do later in life? And it was, like, in a matter of a year, there was, like, a flip switched. And I would say probably four. 40 to 50% of those kids said they wanted to be an influencer as their job. Like not, I want to go and be, I want to work in magazines and be an influencer. Mm. They were like, no, I want to be an influencer. And so for some reason that really stuck in my mind and it just bugged me. So then when we got to my session where I was teaching about radio stuff, and I don't know, I remember what the question was, but you know how like sometimes like someone asks a question of me and then I'll just get on my soapbox yep. and then like I, I'm like going in and then yep. halfway through I'm like, oh wait, I think I went too far. Yeah. Well, one of the kids said something about like influencing, being radio, podcasting and all that stuff. And I was like, listen, if you have a podcast, if you're an influencer, you need to have something to say. Yeah. Just because you post pretty pictures of you you know, in downtown Savannah, eating a slice of pizza and laughing. Like, that's great. But what do you stand for? What do you have to say? Because if you have nothing to say, oh, I remember what it was. One of the kids, he had like 90,000 followers on TikTok, 
but they weren't going over to his other platforms like YouTube and Instagram. Right. And I was like, well, what do you stand for? Like, what's your mission statement? What are you, what what are are you putting out there? For you? What are they following you for on right. TikTok? And he was like, well, it's like silly videos on TikTok. And I'm like, I mean, and obviously TikTok is not the platform to be like serious, but you can do it. We've yes, seen man. over the past two weeks yes. of people doing serious things in a TikTokish way. Right, because they can fit their message into that now that they figured out the platform. They right. can put the message in the platform. And so I, I, my biggest message from that was stand for something. Yeah. And just like Ayana, yeah, exactly. how she was like, oh, I was posting like the usual, like, and I, and the pictures are beautiful. She's at, I'm sure some of the restaurant openings we've been at and the pictures are beautiful, yeah. but she just sort of was like, didn't have anything that she was standing for. Now she has something to say. Yeah. And that'll be her platform with all of the other, like, fun restaurant openings and whatnot. But you got to stand for something if you want to truly, truly, truly be one of those big influencers. I think that's important to to put out because I guarantee you the majority of those college students that said they wanted to be influencers, they just want to get free stuff yep. and not work that hard. And have a lot of followers. So, so you're chasing I, the wrong thing. I get no. that because when I was in college— same type of thing. They didn't have influencers back then, but you could be famous. Right. You could be a reality star. You could somehow be famous. And mm-hmm. I wanted that. Like, I really just wanted people to like me is what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what it boiled down to. I wanted people to like me, and I wanted people to think that I was funny. And I just want to be famous. Right. So that's that's fine when you're, like, 21, when I was at the time. But I didn't even know what that meant. And I guarantee most of those college students don't know what it means to actually be an influencer. Because Mm-mm. do you know how quickly that can be taken away? Mm-mm. You post one wrong thing oh, yeah. and you are canceled. We have seen that so many times over the past two weeks. Yes. Especially right now. Yeah. So it's like, do you really want that? Because if you do, there's a huge downside to it. You mm-hmm. have to now walk a very thin line. And even if you're just posting, like, swimsuit photos to be an influencer, still, mm-hmm. it's it's craziness. And I feel like that's, like, an almost like an easy thing. Right. I want to be an influencer because it's easy looking. Mm-mm. It's not. It's not easy. And it's, like, you have to really work at it. That's the one thing that I've really come to find out from <laughs> watching so many damn YouTube channels now is you know there's a huge dark side to it where all of these um you know youtube channels have to look in their comments because one of the things that boosts you on youtube is when you get a lot of likes and comments Mm. so the more likes and comments the more money you're going to get because the more companies are going to want to advertise to put their ad in your video Mm -hmm. well if you are on a shoestring budget and you're like this is easy i'm just gonna do vlogs of me doing crafts all day or whatever and, and then you're like, well, post what you want to see in the comments. Well, we all know YouTube comments are the actual worst. Yes. Yeah. And so it's it must be very difficult because most vlog channels are <laughs> will somehow address, sometimes multiple times in a video, they'll be like, I know already in the comments, you're going to tell me blah, blah. And I'm like, mm. I wish they almost wouldn't address that. Right. Because you can tell it gets to them. Oh, absolutely. But how else are you supposed to... Um, see what the audience wants because right. you do have people that are going to guide your channel and, and the more followers you get, they're going to say, oh, I like the I like when you do these videos. So do more of those so that you can get more of that audience. But then you have these horrible people in the comments that are like just spewing hate at you mm. and it 
literally is psychologically damaging. So it's like, wow, that again, you go back to that fine line of you want that, but do you want everything that comes with it? Because it's a whole lot. I just remember one comment on YouTube we got when we interviewed Fifth Harmony years ago. Oh, dear. And someone made fun of the way I laughed because it's, I look like a crazy person. Because you know how, like, sometimes when I laugh really hard and I, like, throw my head back, but then I can, like, whip it right back to normal real quick? Mm. And I was like, <laughs> so Camila Cabello, when you, and they were like, is this man possessed? Why he open his mouth so big and go back to normal? I've been a little self-conscious about that, and that was like five years ago. Five yeah, for years real. Ago. The fact that you still bring it up. Man. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that YouTube, and that so was only on YouTube. If you're putting out, let's say you're a TikToker or if you're a YouTuber, and you're putting out one or two videos a week minimum, yeah. you're getting those types of comments that many times a week. Yes. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Like I would have to if I decided to go that route and be like a YouTube or a TikTok influencer. Like if I had any, you know, thing that I could put out to say and all this, and put my, the one person I would want on my team is someone to read the comments so that I don't have to. Mm. I was like, I will pay someone True to look that. at the comments and just tell me what people say in the positive vein. Uh, let's do this in the podcast. If you were given a budget by the radio station to pay for a person, like an assistant. What job would you pay for them to do? Think about that. Oh, wow. What, I already know. I know. What would you pay for them to do, Holland? To follow me around and document my life. Mm. So, that I could, so that I could put it on. And, like, that person would not only follow me around uh, at my choosing. Right. I, mean, I, I don't want them to come sit while I'm watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Like, when you're sitting there with like no bra right. and you're like eating popcorn <laughs> right. and your hair's askew yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you might or have like, a booger or something and you're like, right, I don't know. like pick my nose. No, right. like I'd be like, it, like it's my, it would be my, my call at the end of the day. Mm. But I would have someone follow me around so that I could put more content out. I'm not good at recognizing my own content. Mm. I'm very bad at it. And in order, if I want to ever do something with that one day and like have my own brand that's just me. It's going to be difficult because I'm I'm really bad at recognizing what's interesting and um, capturing it mm -hmm. in the moment. Right, right. So I would have someone follow me around with a camera or yeah. a phone or whatever, and then they collect those moments, show me, and then I'd be like, great, post it. You mm. do all handle that. Right. That person could follow me around, get the content, and then post it. Scott? Yeah, I mean, that would definitely be my number one because I think I do such funny stuff when I don't have to, like, try. And that's, like, sounding like, oh, you're very conceited. No, like, I mean, I think I take away some of my creative energy when I have to set everything up. Like, even, like, I do my Grill Daddy videos, and there's so many moments where I'm like, I don't want to do this because then I got to set it up. I got to make sure, like, the lighting's good. And then I got to edit it. And then I got to put it on. It's a lot. Like, I think of funnier stuff when I'm just kind of talking about it while walking. And I'm like, if somebody could just have a camera following me around, like, majority of the day, and I'm hopefully soon I could do something like that, where it's like I could just take those moments and just, like, that's funny and do it in the moment. Because if I think about it too much, I won't do it. Mm. Or, like, I, one of my big things is, like, speaking inspiration out into the world. And I don't like to think about it too much because then it loses its impact. But, like, sometimes it hits me right in the moment, and I'm like, either working out or I'm running, and if somebody could just follow me and capture that message, huh, that'd be great. I think number two would be if somebody could just organize my day and just like, all right, here's what you got to do, here's what you got to talk to, and like, on a piece of paper, make it happen. That'd be much better because then I think, again, like I think too much on the things I have to do, 
and then some things just don't happen. Or I'll be mm. like, oh, let me put it off. If it was right there on the schedule, I'm going to make it happen. Got to just do it. Yeah, that's true. I want, like, a social media director. I want someone to tell. I feel like I can be funny on command if I need to, but I just need somebody to tell me because I feel like I expend so much energy on our show and what we put out afterwards that I, like, when it comes to just Miguel Fuller, I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. I don't got nothing. Like, that's actually the side project I'm working on right now. Um, I'm actually, I was able to finally buy MiguelFuller.com. Oh! And I'm in the very early, 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 early stages of working with a branding company to have a website designed to host I don't know what. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm like sitting here like, well, what's it going to be? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> when we met, and they were like, so what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. You're like, I just want to own the domain. Can I we make that happen? I just saw MiguelFuller.com was uh, finally up, and I wanted to buy it, and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. But so, you got it, and that, that's the start. It. So I'm in the very beginning, so it might be like a year or two. But I'm on in the process of working on that. So having a social media director of like, hey, Miguel, today is National Best Friend Day. So let's get a picture of you Zoom calling with your best friend. I, I, I just thought of that now, and it was yesterday. Like, I would never think about that because by the time I walk out of here... Like, I'm like, I'm done. That's the thing. I got nothing else to give. It's weird because I I get, like, I'm good in the mornings, obviously. And then, like, the middle of the day when I could do a lot of stuff, it's kind of like yeah. the dead zone. And yes. then it's like I come back to life around dinner time. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, like, okay until the end of the night. But, like, I'm busy during that time. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Our lives are so difficult. Okay, they're not difficult. No. This is just first world no, problems. No, if you are listening to this and you're like working five jobs, I'm sorry. We suck. Uh, <laughs> um, and just know that we love you and thank you for listening. Uh, by the way, we want to be able to give you some Miguel and Holly Pride stickers because June is Pride Month. Mm. And we and I bought a bunch of Pride stickers, Miguel and Holly Pride stickers, and then... COVID-19 has once again just knocked, reared its ugly head, and so we won't be having any parades or anything. Really quick, speaking of all the things we were just talking about and tying it in here, I saw this fantastic guy on TikTok who was like, let me just tell y'all something real quick, okay? He's like, some bitch in the comments was like, well, at least the gays had their pride canceled. And he was like, let me tell you something. Have a seat. Do you know that pride started as a riot in Stonewall? Mm-hmm. Baby, this is pride. Yes, I was like, yes, honey. Yeah, I was so tell him, honey. <laughs> it was yes. like really. I got like goosebumps. There. I know, I did too when you said that. That's You're what like, I'm talking this about. Is pride exactly? We ride it, protesting in the streets, girl. Holly, what's your social media? Radio Holly for my non-aesthetic Instagram. Oh my <laughs> and also TikTok and Twitter. And then Holly on Hot 101.5 on Facebook. Scott. At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T. A-V-L-I-N mm. on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter for some great old content that is not really aesthetic, but it's fun. Are you okay, Scott? Yes, I feel great. I feel like you're short-circuiting right now. <laughs> like you're. I'm like great right now. Okay, you get it, girl. Uh, Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. And now, MiguelFuller.com goes to my Instagram, I think. I don't know where it goes to. You don't to even it. know where it goes. But it's there. Know. It's there. But I own it, though, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to get those pride stickers that I talked about, just send me an email with your full name and your address, Miguel at 
hot1015 tampabay.com. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, girl. Catch up on previous episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored now on the Hot 101.5 app or on iTunes on your smartphone. It's Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Quarantine edition from Hot 101.5. Made hot by Corona Beer.